0: CGA Tour, a podcast unlike any other. Now your host, Calvin Alexander. Welcome back to another episode of the CGA Tour. I'm still your host, Calvin Glenn Alexander. Joined again by NBA basketball fan Chris Meritti. Chris, how's it going?
1: Pretty good, how about you?
0: Doing good, man. I know uh I know we were talking a little bit about all the Sunday Sunday shenanigans, I guess, by the NBA. Um, free agency deadline moving up six hours that everything came out yesterday um, at least six eastern three pacific where i'm at and you know five where you're at central but man it just seems uh seems crazy i guess the biggest shoe to drop so far because we don't know where Kawhi's going yet but the biggest shoe to drop so far is kevin durant going to the nets along with Kyrie irving and forming the official big three with deandre jordan how do you feel so far
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, it's going to be interesting to see just because, I mean, KD's injured this whole year pretty much. He's out. And so it's all going to matter on KD. Like Kyrie's great. DeAndre's is a good big man. But them two alone with the Nets squad is not going to be winning NBA championships. Like it all comes down to if KD comes back from an Achilles injury, is he going to be the old KD? Like – 70% of him, 90%, like whatever, KD comes back. If he's great, then they have a really good chance of doing some great things. If he's not, then he's about to make $190, eighty million million or $60 million uh, mm-hmm. to, for the next four years, no matter what. So it all just depends on how KD comes back to complete that big three and really just that whole full squad because the nets are so deep, <laughs> like their, their depth is crazy. And so that's what even makes it so much better. Cause you have starting level players that are coming off the bench. And so it's, to me, a good time to watch.
0: No kidding. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Kyrie does in this season without KD, but with, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I would assume, I would assume Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is better than Spencer Dinwiddie and Carlos, Karis Levert, excuse me. And Jared Allen, but I'm not I'm not sure to be honest. So it's I think, uh, it
1: just, I think it comes down to like how they play and so I think just the way Boston played basketball was not Kyrie's style. Like so I think it's gonna be much better than the Nets when it's gonna be more geared towards I guess he's gonna be Katie's gonna be out, so it's gonna be more of a Kyrie centered offense. And then obviously when he's on the court everybody else goes off. So, we'll see, I mean, kind of like what he had with the Cavs, but with this turnaround, he's going to have way better players before LeBron got there. And so we'll see how that is. But the addition of Teandre Jordan is crazy because just him and Jared Allen on the court on defense, like nobody's scoring in the paint. <laughs> so oh, it's going to be fun to watch. It really is.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I um... – Gosh, I, I can't believe that at the end of the day, we're we're sitting here with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, but neither of them are on the Knicks. Um, I really thought Kyrie was going to go to the Nets, like for probably the past couple weeks since it started being reported. But I I didn't see KD going to the Nets, just like a slam dunk. This I, I just didn't see it happening. Really, to be honest, I. I kind of saw like him going to the Knicks and just having his complete own story. It seem this seems a little bit like if I'm KD. I mean, isn't the whole thing he's just trying to go write his own story or or whatever? Because he he went and played basketball with Draymond Green, who supposedly was his friend and buddy uh, when KD was like, in his final in Oklahoma City. Supposedly him and Draymond became buddies, and then he went to go play with him. So now it's KD trying to like I I just the move this move is like okay. I guess he's going to go try to. Go play with like another one of his buddies, and I get that. I mean, it's more fun playing basketball with your friends than not. But this is going to be Kyrie's team this year. This will not be Katie's team because Katie will just be on the bench or probably not be at every single home game. So what do, what do you think on that?
1: I mean, I thought he was going to leave, and so and I think it all started with when Draymond pretty much told him that uh, they didn't need him like on the court, and so. I think that was the first domino, and then, and when he was out, Steph from saying was a lot more fun, of uh, that kind of style without Kevin. And then, lastly, this whole injury stuff with, apparently, the Warriors staff pushing him too fast, and so, I think that was just the last domino that pushed it over. And I only, I I saw him going to the Nets, but only if Kyrie went to the Nets because I know that. He's not dumb. Like, yes, he, he's going to be the best player on the team when he's finally playing, if everything goes according to plan. And so, but he knows he needs a team. Like, he still needs to win championships. And after LeBron just got Anthony Davis, like, at that point, you need another superstar with you. So, think it's a smart decision. And then, I mean, I, there were some like Knicks talks or Clippers talks, but that was only going to be with if Kawhi decided to go with him. But ultimately, When Kyrie pretty much said he wants to go to the Nets, that you're pretty much saying, okay, like, Katie, come on, let's do this. And it's like, it's like the depth is crazy. (laughs) So that's really gets me with this. And so, like, they have, when Katie comes back, if he comes back to at least 90% of what he used to be, like, the Nets are going to be a scary team. Like, I'm coming out of the East, back to back years at least. So I can't wait to see that. It's going to be good.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I. Well, I, I guess in I guess in the in the other big news of where's Kawhi going, you know the KD thing seems big right now, but I guess we'll you know we're all just gonna. I mean, it seems big right now because KD moved conferences, moved cities, you know the whole thing, but also is joining Kyrie. But at the same point, maybe the Celtics will be, I think the Celtics will be better than the Nets this year at least because they'll just they won't have KD, and I feel like the Celtics could. Can definitely beat the Nets in the playoffs. What do you What do you think?
1: Um, I think that'd be an interesting series to watch, uh, especially with like Kyrie as the lead guy uh, because Kevin's out, obviously. But um, that'd be that'd be very interesting to watch because honestly, both teams are going to be pretty good. Uh, Celtics, I don't know who the main people are going to be, just because of a lot of shuffling around. But Brad Stevens is an amazing coach, and so he'll find a way to make it work with Kemba as the leading guy. And so it's gonna, uh, I got to really can Right now, if I was to pick, I would say uh, the Nets would win in a seven-game series just because they're a lot more complete right now. It's pretty much everyone that's already been there years adding Kyrie Irving, Celtics. You have so many moving pieces. And so we got to see how that chemistry is going to be. So uh, I would pick the Nets over the Celtics right now. <laughs> and that hurts to say as a Celtics fan, but hopefully things get together and we'll see how the, the year goes.
0: Yeah, I, I guess at the end of the day like I'm I'm really excited to see how the Celtics team with Kemba Walker if they are that much better than the Kyrie Irving led team just because like I I know there's all the off off the court stuff with Kyrie and like he wasn't that he wasn't a great teammate to the Celtics guys and you know, all this other, like, off-the-court stuff that I hear about on the Bill Simmons podcast here and there, or, you know, whatever ESPN's putting out and all that type of stuff. But at the same point, like, Kyrie Irving's top 10 player in the league? I mean, I'm pretty, I think, I feel pretty confident saying that, no matter what. And Kimba Walker, to me, is not. He's top 40, top 30, maybe, but he's not top 10, and to lose a top 10 player in the league be after... One full season of that guy playing fully healthy and the new guys playing fully healthy it just seems like Kyrie could go to the Nets and just end up torching everybody if he plays the way he was on the Cavs when he you know when LeBron was there or whatever. Um, I think the Nets nucleus with him isn't that bad. You know they're pretty good. Like you said, there, there's going to be guys who you know when KD comes back in 2021, there'll be guys who are starter caliber guys who are going to be still on the bench because Kevin Durant and Kyrie are out there.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, Nets overall will be a better team. It's just, uh, I think the Celtics more, I don't think Kyrie worked because, first of all, the off-the-court stuff, number two, I don't think he just fit the system that they wanted to do. And so, just like a Terry Rizzer said, that he just didn't feel like, like This type of basketball is being played, and that's what the Celtics do best, is everybody plays their kind of game and to overall make the team better. And so when you have players out there that aren't doing what they're used to doing, just because of one player on the court, there's going to be a lot of tension. And so I think Kemba is just like, is going to be a replacement of like Isaiah Thomas. So that Celtic squad that was a perfect unit together, they played well together, the only problem was I'm sorry, Isaiah <laughs> yeah, Thomas, you're really too small. Yeah. And so I think Kemba's an upgrade from Isaiah. And so if they can replicate that with the players they've got now, I mean, adding an NS Cantor. I mean, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I have, I have hopes for a good team. Uh, I'm not going to be too hopeful just because of some of the other teams are out there right now in the East.
0: Right, right.
1: But, well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah, okay. I, man, I um, I oh don't know. I'm 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 really excited for this NBA season now for sure, and that's that's gonna keep coming back to with all of these roster moves with Kyrie, with Kemba Walker, with KD even, uh, even though I'm not a huge KD fan anymore because of course he left the Thunder the way he did. Um, but I guess the other other one to talk about is you know D'Angelo Russell, um. Going to the going to the Warriors and the other part of the sign-and-trade with Kevin Durant going to the Nets, whoa. I mean, how do you think that's going to play out, Chris? I mean, do you think this is going to be a good fit for at least until maybe Clay comes back and they really start looking at trading him or something?
1: Like, first of all, that was, to me, just crazy. came out way out the way. I didn't even yeah. not see that coming. But, I mean, I can see them being great offensively. The problem now is going to be defensively. Just because first of all you're losing Kevin, right? Uh, second of all you're losing Andre Iguodala, so here you got you got Clay and Dre left, and Clay is just an on-ball guy. When you're guard, when you're going to be gone against potentially LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis, who do you have that's going to guard those people? Because Kevin, I'm sorry, but Anthony Davis is going to eat you for whatever meal he feels like, Um, LeBron James, who's going to stop him now? (laughs) Draymond Green. No one. So that means you still have have Kawhi Leonard left. Like, bro, it's it's crazy to think about what's about to happen. Like, I don't care who the role players are. I don't care who the point guard is. I don't care who the center or the power forward is. It's as long as they are quality players to be able to play on NBA court – Bro, that team is winning the NBA championship by barring any injuries this year. It's oh my god. <laughs> so what well, well, well let's say thing, let's waiting.
0: let's say Kawhi goes back to the Raptors because yeah you know, there was no
1: it's been like confirmed that he's going to the Lakers. But so that's the thing. Like it's, it's okay. It's like in had to be in writing. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> well, let's 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 play fantasy land then for a second and say he goes back to the Raptors. And all of a sudden you have um, a, West, well, a Western Conference with a Warriors team that's hurt and injured and doesn't have size at the center um, position anymore. Kevon Looney's okay, but he's not, like you said, He's not. no one's stopping Anthony Davis, one. No one's stopping LeBron James. Draymond Green's the only guy who could slow either of those guys down for the Warriors, and he's slowing them down a little bit. He's not stopping them. We've um, got the Trailblazers who are making moves left and right. I don't know exactly what they'll do with Hassan Whiteside. I don't know if they know what they've got in Hassan Whiteside yet. Um, they've got, yeah, of course, CJ and Dame. And it seems like they're making a little bit of moves here and there. But, like, Mario Hazonia doesn't frighten me at all. Um, he does. He, he does frighten me as a Thunder fan, but not if I'm the Lakers. And then, let's see here. You've got, you know, the Thunder I'll throw in there for half a second because I know there's a bunch of people, friends of mine, that'll listen to this podcast and maybe friends of yours too that'll be like, oh, what about Paul George and he's healthy and whatever. Sure, I mean, I feel like the Thunder could get out of the first round of the Western Conference, Apparently they'll play next year, but it seems like a long shot for them beating Anthony Davis and LeBron James when it's going to be, I mean, I know Steve Nabs is a good defender, but Steve Nabs can not guard outside, the paint, guard outside the paint. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are clearly capable of having the ball outside the paint. Um, so that one I think pretty much is, you know, maybe the Thunder make it the second round next year. I, I, it's hard for me to think they make it past there. Um, let's say the Rockets, which used to stand the toughest, it was the toughest challenge to Lakers. And I think the Rockets are the only team left where I really go, man, they could give the Lakers a run for their money because if James Harden gets hot and can just shoot it. And Chris Paul can get hot and just shoot it and stay healthy, of course. Knock on wood for all Rockets fans. But if those if the smaller guys can 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 shoot it really well for a series, maybe they take the Lakers. Of course, this is all saying without the Lakers having Kawhi Leonard. But of of all of the teams here, my my forgetting one. I mean, the Pelicans. I think it's too early. Kings too early. Clippers too early. Um, but am I for, kind of forgetting anyone here?
1: I would honestly. I'd flip that for me at least. I would, I'm sorry, but <laughs> Thunder fans, I don't see the Thunder coming out of the first round just because when it comes to playing, what, the Denver Nuggets, you're not going to beat them. Portland Trailblazers, I think they got better just because their starting lineup would probably be Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, Kent Bazemore, Nurkic, and then Hassan Whiteside. I think Sam Whiteside is thirty thirty one years old. He has to like understand that hey, if you really want to try to win a championship, you got to buy into the culture. And if he doesn't, then somebody better make him make him understand that real quick. And so with their bench is to be Rodney Hood, uh, Nasir Little, uh, Zach Collins. And so like I think they could do a lot of work, and they they would definitely beat the Thunder again. I'm sorry, um, who's left? Rockets, as you said, I think the Rockets would hate the Thunder, so that, that means that there's, what, four slots against two teams, eight teams? So they, they have to go against one of those four teams to come out of the first round. Like, I would say the Rockets probably your greatest chance, because all that turmoil that's going to happen, because Chris Paul's not getting traded. Nobody's picking up his his contract. It's, it's, he's getting paid as much as LeBron James. Like, dude, I, I don't understand how that makes any sense, but Oh, uh, so yeah, he pretty much swindled the Rockets for a lot of money. <laughs> and he's going to accept his player option of $44 million <laughs> in that million in that last year. And so the Rockets are going to screwed on that. But I would say that that's the Thunder's best chance. You have Paul George, who I think should have won the MVP. But that's just my opinion. You have Russell Westbrook. I think it can be James Harden and a little bit older Chris Paul when they're arguing 24-7. And Clint, Clint Pella is just going to be standing there not knowing what to do. Not like he can say anything, and so even though his freaking career is on the line, also, so we'll see how that goes. But it's gonna be interesting to watch, but I think if the Thunder can go against the Rockets, they'd come out. But other than that, without Kawhi, I would still give the Lakers the best chance, and that would just come down to how they play against either the Blazers or the, the Nuggets. And that would just be those are both the interesting matchups to watch, and so. I'd love either one of those. But if they do get Kawhi, then it really doesn't matter. <laughs> it just really doesn't matter. They have three, three of the top four basketball players in the world on the same team. So, yeah. And I think – I don't know what I'm saying because I think also just – when you talk about all the other teams there, like they all have great players. And I think with LeBron is on the court, with Kawhi defensively – Anthony Davis defensively you, know, you can create a system where y'all can effectively guard every other team in the NBA there's no other team in the NBA that can say that against the Lakers you cannot effectively guard effectively guard Anthony Davis LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard at the same time on the same floor like there's no defense in the world that can, that can do that and so <laughs> that's going to be really Oh, it's gonna be crazy to watch. And so any of you have, you have Kyle Kuzma in there who can shoot. So if you go double team anybody, he's right there, right there. They'll find players that can spot up shoot. They just signed a guy today that can that's a pretty much pretty good pretty good shooter. So it's gonna be a lot of if you double team, we're gonna knock it out. And somebody hits a three wide open. Or you don't double team and we score on whoever's guarding us. And that's what and it's gonna be it's me yeah I really want to throw some records out there, but I don't know it just depends on Because they they are also players that load manage so there's games that they'll be taking off so you can't really predict their record because you don't know how many games each one is gonna sit willingly but if they all played eighty two games that would be that would be a record to 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 look out for all
0: right I mean so there's you know there there's some options I guess um I would I would love to see the Rockets go against the um go against the Lakers because at the end of the day like I don't think the Rockets really see a chance I mean especially especially if the Lakers end up pulling off this Kawhi Leonard thing which we'll get into in a second here but for right now like it just seems um. This seems like you've got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and if both of them are able to stay healthy and are able to deal with their uh, load management stuff, I guess is the popular term now for it, but able to do that, then all of a sudden you could have like... um you, you could have, I mean, what, you could have, like, a 55-win team in the Lakers being number one in the West. All of a sudden, because Kevin Durant confer- switches conferences, but really because he gets injured, to be honest. I mean, because, you know, but also Clay Thompson gets injured, and all of a sudden the Warriors don't look like they're the same team at all. And you can have cra- just a crazy amount of guys just all of a sudden... um being in contention for the Western Conference. Um I, at least in the playoffs, there's only two teams right now that I rule out of the Western Conference make the Western Conference playoffs. Like I rule it completely out. Um one of course is the Suns, and the other one, to be honest with you right now, is the Timberwolves. I just don't see uh Andrew Wiggins, Carlton Towns team making the play I don't see them I don't think they got better this off season. So
1: I'm gonna the Grizzlies also
0: Grizzly, yeah. Okay. So three. Yeah. So three. Okay. Because that's a that's a good one. Yeah. So three total teams. But I mean, if you're like a Kings fan, they they signed some decent guys. They got Trevor Arisa, They signed Harrison Barnes back in, and um I think they got some quality like center role pieces and stuff like that. They always seems like they have such a big lineup when they need to play pretty quickly, but. You know, Kings, I'm excited. Clippers, I'm excited. Even if they don't get Kawhi's because they should be running back pretty much the same team. You know, I mean, you know, not Tobias Harris, but pretty much the same team. No, they're
1: still they're still good. They'll yeah. still be no, they'll literally bring back bring, bring, bring I'll be bringing back the same team. So, um, yeah, the Clippers, I think they're solid. You're right though. There's those three teams. Really can't see them making the playoffs, but anybody else really in the West, like it's really wide open. Just because the Warriors can be different, It'll definitely be worse because it's going to take a while to, to go. Um, Denver got a lot better, Portland got a lot better. Uh, the Thunder are, I mean, they have they're going to have more time. They still have those players that they have that are some of the best in the world, and so add Mike Muscala, who's not bad. So, I think a lot of. More more teams got better this year, this offseason already, and just with how things are evolving and players will be coming back from injuries, stuff like that. So, But just like we saw this year, anything can happen. So, yeah, you just, just got to make it to the playoffs and see how things go series by series and see how, how luck turns out for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know I'm a huge Thunder fan. Um, so... <laughs> I mean, the the toughest part is that I'm excited we got Narland Snowell, and why I say that's tough is because that that's where I'm at right now. It's like I'm a, I'm a Thunder fan who's excited that we've re-signed Narland Snowell, got Mike Muscala, and looks like we got Alec Burks as well. So like, I'm excited that we got these guys, and I mean it, this is just a it's just a diminished level than last year because last year was such a high of getting Paul George re-signed. Yeah, that was like the biggest thing because. Paul George is the, I think he is a top 10 player in the league. And as you said, you, you thought he should have won MVP. I I, I, I think le- until he gets injured, he's, in the, he's definitely, you know, one or two in the MVP race. I don't think James Harden's stats just mean he's MVP because he just has good stats and his team, you know, doesn't make out of the second round, even though they did play the Warriors. And now, of course, as a Thunder fan, you know, let's say Paul George doesn't get out of the first round, then he shouldn't be in the discussion, but it, it, it's all kind of back and forth. And as a Thunder fan, it just, my excitement level is lowered. Like this offseason, everything's awesome because all these guys are moving around to new teams. It's just kind of crazy. And that's why it's awesome. It's because it's just kind of crazy. Everything's flipped on its head, but I'm not like, Oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever because well, at the end of the day, like my team didn't really upgrade themselves that much. And I feel like next year we're going to be battling the Mavs in and out every single game, too, with Kristaps coming back. I mean, depending on how healthy he is. But the Mavs got Seth Curry, they got shooting, they've got Luka and Kristaps, and they're not going to be bad next year. I mean, I feel like the Mavs are going to be pretty decent as well.
1: Yeah, Mavs are going to be good. Uh, I really wanted them to get Patrick Beverly. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean, I didn't see Tobias getting the max, but hey, big ups to Tobias Harris, get that money. Um, But yeah, I really was trying to see if they could find a way to get Tobias Harris and Patrick Bev. That would have been a really great team to watch. But yeah, I couldn't do that. Uh, I like the Seth Curry signing. Um, So we'll see how that goes. I just think that Pat Bev could kid probably asked for or offered a lot more. I think he's worth more than Three years, forty million, really, because that's the same thing, pretty much. Dwayne Dedman just got <laughs> like he's a much better and much more impactful player than Dwayne Dedman. and so. But I, I like him staying, and I mean the Clippers are gonna be just as good as last year, probably even better with another year like in the build between all of them together. Zubac is only gonna get better, so Clippers are gonna be good. But Mavs, I mean, I like the Seth Curry signing. Everybody else staying. Uh, Powell getting better, Cleaver getting better. And so, I mean, once again, with the Mavs, it depends on a major player's injury. And so just like with the Nets in a few years, the Mavs just depends on how Chris Tops is going to be playing after his, his injury. And so he comes out, he's old Kristaps and I think they have a really good chance of being a great team if somehow he got worse. And it's all going to be on Luka. <laughs> so we'll see. How he can uh, handle all that. So but but today's NBA you need two superstars and unless you're the Toronto Raptors. But uh, <laughs> other than that Yeah. Like Man. so that turns out.
0: The Kyle Lowry eight is real. I I uh although I'm, well, okay, I'm, I mean, you know I'm right what? I
1: don't hate I don't I don't hate Kyle Lowry. I just Kyle Lowry is a star to me and he's a really great basketball player. But, like, when I think of top 20 basketball players in the world, I don't think Kyle Lowry. But in the system the Raptors had, Kyle Lowry is probably the perfect point guard to have in that system. And so with the way Nick Nurse plays. So Kyle Lowry deserves to be a starting point guard on any NBA team. It's just he's not – I'm not thinking top 20 when I – like. And then I think Kyle Lowry, That's just not it. So, but when I think Luca, I think already Luke is a top 20 basketball player in the world. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's insane. So Lucas, and then Chris is up there too. So but yeah. We'll see, how, we'll see how they come back.
0: He is so. He's just so good. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a better with for me to say. Yeah. He's just so f- freaking good um he, so he young. like
1: you know that he posted pretty much the same numbers as leBron James his his rookie year Jeez, like like it's stupid so like oh god and he, if he just gets and the thing is like it's crazy to say it, but he like because he's six with six
0: seven yeah he's tall
1: you know, of course he can do stuff like that but he got just a little bit he's getting more athletic this summer like he's been like uh, I follow him on Twitter, like in the maps. just because I live here, and so yeah, I love Luka Doncic really, and so I like I've been following him. He's just working out, like he's getting more athletic, like he's like losing that. He's toning up, well, like that's a better way to say it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, not really, not big, and so <laughs> if he gets just a little more athletic, <laughs> the things he's gonna be able to do. Are gonna be insane, like even more insane than what he's already done. And so I'm, am fanboying over here because it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun to watch. And I'm definitely gonna be going up a good amount of games this next year.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I, I would say, I mean, if if Luca and Kristaps are able to both play together extremely well, just like I'm able to play with them in 2K right now. I mean, one I'm suck at 2K, but still, like the ability to have two guys who can shoot the ball as well as they can take the ball off the dribble as well as they can and be able to switch and pick and roll. It just seems deadly. And yeah, I don't see them beating the Lakers, but they're both really young. I mean, Chris is still on his, he's just now on his second deal from what I understand. Um, and then Lucas, you know, clearly this is going to be his second year in the league. So th- this is just going to be insane for both of these guys. And, uh, man, I, I as a Thunder fan, it's like, uh, you know, I used to be a Dirk fan because that's, you know, who I rooted for. I rooted for the Mavs before we got the Thunder. Uh, but as a Thunder fan, I, I, you know, they, you know, the Mavs beat us and then, you know, we came back and beat them. and But we never really won a title and they, they have won a title. So it's a little bit back and forth. But, man, those those blue jerseys with the horse on the front and, you know, you got Luke Doncic, who's just... Yeah, lovable guy, he doesn't say anything wrong, always supporting his teammates or anything like that. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch the Mavs over the next 10 years, I'd say.
1: Yeah, no, Mavs are going to be hella fun. So I think,
0: I mean, I think it's like the Mavs, like
1: Blueprint, you know, good. Because if Steve Nash had stayed, Dirk Nowitzki and Steve Nash could have done great things together. So I think it's just like they're trying to redo that. Yeah. Yeah, it's... i just making Steve Nash played a European kind of style. Mm-hmm. So having two European guys, I mean, the roster is really European. <laughs> they signed a dude from uh, Lithuania, and then they just... Oh, they almost had Drajic. I don't know why they took Drajic back out of that trade, but that would have been crazy to watch. <laughs> would have been really great.
0: But you, you, you saw that, right? Right, right. Yeah, I saw that too. That was... Yeah, that was an odd move. I don't. I don't know if it's because Goran Dragic isn't the best scorer in the entire world, and he needs the ball in his hands, and Luka also is a ball dominant guy. But I don't know if it's Goran's a little bit older or whatever. But I mean, gosh. Um, I don't.
1: I don't, know if, I don't know if the Mavericks are the ones that said no to that. I think the Heat are the one that pulled back the trade and like switched up with Derek Jones Jr. I forgot who else is on that trade. I mean, still though, like Derek Jones Jr. I played good last year. And so I can't wait to see how that translates in a Mavs jersey. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, No kidding. Oh my gosh. Well, um, all right. So now, now I think we've, we've stalled enough here. Now I got to get to what everyone wants to talk about, which is this whole Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers being a done deal. Where are you seeing that this is a done deal? Like what, what makes what, cause I, I've, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I with the time-changing stuff, you probably got off work a little bit earlier than I did and may have been able to explore Twitter and Facebook and everything else social media-wise a little more than I have or have some better insight than I do.
1: Okay, so on Twitter, there's this uh, dude that's a Reddit user, whatever, he just reddits, or I guess, I don't know what their official name of what they are is called. but uh, So apparently... Like, he's been posting on Twitter, and everything he's been posting, like, ahead of the fact has, like, come to fruition with, like, the Lakers thing. So, most people are thinking that he has some kind of inside information or something. And so, earlier he tweeted, trying to find the exact wordage. Let's see.
0: So, so a Reddit user that tweets, but he's right so far, right? He's been right, right. Everything he's come out with so far, yeah. Okay. He's
1: been. yeah. yeah he has everything he's, he said really has come out. And so he was—he tweeted breaking news: uh, Kawhi Leonard, to Lakers, is officially done. Both sides working on minor details at the moment before announcing deal. And so the only reason I'm believing this is because everything he's, he said right has been right so far. Number one, and number two. I was watching the free agency show, um, the jump when the first few hours of free agency happened. And uh, this reporter, Ramona, got on there and pretty much said, like, obviously things are happening with the teams with Kawhi. Obviously, the Clippers were talking to him. Obviously, the Lakers are talking to him. Obviously, the Raptors, obviously... Uh, the Knicks or whoever else was talking to Kawhi Leonard was happening, but you weren't getting any news of it. Like none of these teams are, are giving any inside information. And so Woj only gets like, Woj only tweets tweet something he knows just happened. Like for sure it's coming from the team. Like somebody from the team is telling him. And so he's he hasn't said anything about it. Um, and he's, I mean, the last thing he tweeted was pretty much the Clippers were out because obviously once the Clippers are done with Kawhi, like they have no reason to keep anything a secret. And so these other teams, I guess the Lakers and the Raptors now who are both going for Kawhi, like while things are happening, they're still not releasing any information to somebody. So I'm thinking this Lakers dude has he's now he doesn't work for the team, obviously, but he has some kind of way of knowing if everything he said so far has been right. And so Yeah. So I think he somehow knows and so once it becomes official with the teams then Woj will find out and drop it, and put the Wojo bomb out there. God, I love that man, but uh, <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Other than that, yeah. So, so I believe it, and so we'll see how it goes. If it ends up being fake, which I hope it's not. At this point, I just don't want to see it now. Like I before, like I wasn't really a fan of it, but now that it actually could really happen. I just want to see what it would look like. So <laughs> I'm going to root for it.
0: No kidding. I, man, I, uh, I'll, I'll say this if Kawhi Leonard goes back to Toronto after all of this, after all the, the time passes and everything like that, I'll, I'll be, I'll be a little surprised. I'm not gonna lie. I think that at least from, from what you're saying, I, you know, I'm trying to read through this the Twitter guy right now for you know a redditor or whatever the and you know, yeah whatever the guy's deal is. But let's say he really knows what's going on and Kawhi is pretty much a Laker for sure. That would that would be just shocking to me. I think the only thing that wouldn't shock me that much is that if Kawhi Leonard signed with the Clippers. But sounds like from what you're saying, that's not going to happen. The Clippers are, Clippers are now starting to use their cap space on other guys around the league. They end up signing Beverly. They ended up um, I believe signing another guy today too. I forget who exactly. Um and they're they're not saving their cap space necessarily anymore for like two guys or um even though they do still have the cap space for Kawhi.
1: Yeah, so. so they were they were so I was once again ESPN. Mm-hmm. So there was just uh, ESPN reporters tweeting for the last few days and like speaking on on uh, news that Kawhi really wanted to go play with either Kevin or LeBron James. And so the only the only reason the Clippers were still in the conversation is because they they were trying to talk with the Clippers to see how they would be able to make a spot. I don't know if they had. I don't think they had room for two max slots, and so trying to find a way to get an, like pretty much a max slot open for Kevin Durant, both of them go there, but I guess that didn't end up working out. So that's the moment Kevin Durant said he's going to the Nets. It was just, I think it was literally between staying with the Raptors or going to the Lakers. I think the Clippers are pretty much out the equation, hmm. and so yeah. Especially because, like, dude, that Anthony Davis trade started all this. Like, without Anthony Davis, uh, yeah, Kawhi can go to the the Clippers. That's an easy dub. But when you add, like, the player caliber of Anthony Davis on the squad, then Kawhi can't come at that alone. (laughs) Like, nobody can come at that alone. And so, it's, yeah, it's created a a lot of shifts. And it's been a really fun NBA free agency so far. And it's literally day... They too. And so, can't wait to see what tomorrow holds. Yeah.
0: No kidding, yeah. Um. I don't know, the funniest thing I've seen so far through all this free agency stuff real quick is that is that it was breaking news and it was J.R. Smith that's agreed to sign with the Lakers, but the Lakers did not agree.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think... The funny part is I really think that J.R. is going to be one of the players that goes there for a veteran minimum. That's crazy. Like, I have have some out-the-wall ideas that could happen. Like, Melo, him, uh, Rondo. Actually, I don't know. Rondo had 24 hours to accept. I don't know if he has or not. Let me check. And so, Rondo accepts it. JaVale McGee accepts it. Like, they could have a not-bad like bench if the right people accept like minimum money and so it's me really crazy to see
0: no kidding i uh i'm also watching some alec burke highlights trying to make myself feel a little bit better but it's I, I i don't know i'm uh I'm always very interested to see how the Thunder season plays out, but right now it's just it's just late. Lakers never stop being in the news, and if you're a Knicks fan, I guess at the end of the day you're going, why can't this be us? Because the Lakers, because the Knicks have had have had no success, you know, in compa- nothing to compare the Lakers with and championships and pedigree and all type of stuff. But if the but the Knicks have the cap space for two max slots, the Lakers had to make cap space for one max slot become available and are down to, I believe, like, what, three guys on the – three or five guys on the roster now with uh Kuz, AD, and LeBron. And well, whoever they, else –
1: They've signed – so they've signed – they have the rookie they've signed, and then they also have a uh, dude they signed today that's, like, a three-point shooter. Okay. I have to check his actual name. Gotcha. Okay. But, I mean, they can move. It's just the most, it just, once again, it swings on Kawhi, whatever Kawhi decides to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, you know, right now they have uh, what I think Alex Caruso is still there, um, Ron James, Kuzma, Anthony Davis, and then looks like.
1: No, Caruso's not, Caruso's not on the team yet.
0: Not, not yet. or it's just not anymore.
1: No, there's a there's a team option. That I don't, they haven't no. accepted it yet. So.
0: Of, okay. Interesting. So, anyways, I mean, that if you're a Knicks fan, I feel just bad for you at this point because this has got to be painful to see the Lakers go from having LeBron James and it not looking great last season to and and the Knicks looking like the the sky is the you know you know the sky is up. You know, there's just, you know, got to be keep looking up because at the end of last, at the end of this, this season, the Lakers, LeBron James, turmoil with all the guys on the roster, a possibility of, you know, trading for Anthony Davis, maybe not, while the Knicks are going, no, we're going to go get Anthony Davis and we're going to sign Kyrie and we're going to sign KD and we're going to trade for Anthony Davis by getting the number one pick and trading you guys Kevin or Knox or whatever. And all of a sudden, everything gets flipped on its head because the Lakers get the number four overall pick, one behind the Knicks, and then, of course, of all teams, the team trading away their best player, Anthony Davis, gets number one overall pick. So, if you're you're a Knicks fan, that's just like a quick recap, I guess, of how this offseason has just gone from, this could be awesome, to, oh, we got Alfred Payton. Cool. Like, I just... I mean, Alfred Payton and... A couple other guys, you know, Bobby Portis, I believe, and Julius Randle. And maybe the Knicks will be a little bit better this year because they won't be tanking so hard, but probably not. Uh, I mean, they also have uh, R.J. Barrett, who you have to be seeing how good he will be on the pros, of course, because he hasn't played a minute yet. But, man, I mean, the next season has just gone from what could have been. You know, that's, that's really the storyline for the Knicks this next year is just what could have been
1: yeah Man. so yeah the next that's gonna that sucks but yeah you're talking about the funniest thing you saw today the funniest thing i saw today was so get this a picture of zion but it's blurred so you can't like you don't see zion's exact face but you see his like what his jersey number would be his jersey like, you can tell it's zion williamson but obviously it's not his face then a picture of like somebody cleaning the gla- their glasses, and then <laughs> and the picture that you see fully is Julius Randle. <laughs> 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 oh, that was hilarious to me. Oh, I was dying, but oh God, that was funny. Listen, we'll it's it's actually the the Lakers also have Jonathan Williams on restricted two way free agency, so. Like they just, I mean, they're they're not the top of the barrel free agents, and so they'll be teams won't be offering if they offer them anything. Won't be offering them until late free agency. So they, right, Lakers, has got time. So just they're just waiting on seeing what Kawhi does. That's just gonna really either screw them over because at that point, after waiting all this time, all the good guys you wanted. For cheap, we're gone. Terrence Ross is gone. Of uh, Kawhi goes, stays at Toronto. Dana Green's going to stay. Seth Curry just went to Dallas. So. Yeah. yeah. I think they're going to get Iggy. So I think Memphis is going to buy out Iggy's contract. And then Lakers going to pick up him for cheap.
0: Yeah, probably vet so, men or something.
1: Yeah, that would be crazy to see. Jeez. And on LeBron's team with... <laughs> Anthony Davis <laughs> potentially think about that oh my god bro the starting lineup any insert point guard hell LeBron James could start a point guard if he fucking felt like it uh Kyle Kuzma Andre Gudala, Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis who's gonna score on you like Damian Lillard would score on Kyle Kuzma that's pretty much it like it was a shooting guard the shooting guard Unless LeBron's guarding Damien. Like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> god, Jesus.
0: Is there, so, gosh, I mean, what, what, what is the best lineup that could play then that we've seen? Yeah, the, what's the best lineup that could match up against him the whole NBA season?
1: This season, nothing. Yeah. Like, this, it's a done deal. Next season, that's what I'm saying. So, I'm excited. I like... So here's why I like uh, KD going to the Nets. because think about KD's career, like, leaving the Thunder the way he left him. Everybody hates him. Well, he's a bitch. Went to the team that beat him has no balls, but he goes and wins two championships, two finals MVPs. That's on his record. Ciao. And now, after all those people, after all those things people have said uh, about how it's because he went to A team that already had, already had, um, Steph and Clay and and Dre and Iggy, like they were just already a championship winning team. So what do you do? You take a player who's amazing and Kawhi Kyrie and then you him go to a team that is great, but hasn't won shit. So nobody can say you came and joined a team that was already winning. Like you get rid of D'Angelo. He's gone. So it's literally you, you two are the main guys with and then you get DeAndre Jordan, you have Jared Allen there. Like if there's a duo that's going to be stopped with Anthony Davis, that's what's going to take two people. It's Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan. That's two guys I'm selecting for the task. You yeah. have Kevin Durant. If not, once again, it all depends on how he comes back. If he comes back, same old Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant scoring on Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James, like not together, but individually, one on one. Like I I will always believe that to this day. Kevin Durant at his best is the best offensive player in basketball history. He's seven feet tall. He can shoot from anywhere. It doesn't matter who's guarding him. And like that's the thing. It's like what the eleven minutes he played, or the 12 minutes he played and before he got hurt, he had 11 points.
0: Jeez, I mean, <sighs> like, yeah, you yeah, that's
1: why we're guarding him the whole time,
0: yeah.
1: And like, you do all that, and then you get to a team that already has depth, like, you have to twin towers now, like, you can insert whoever starts at shooting guard, I don't care. And then after that, you have that bench, that they have you have a smart ass coach, like, mm-hmm. you have a team mentality. Like, people are, like, joking about Kyrie not passing, Kevin not passing. They're going to play great together. They're damn near best friends. Like, they're showing out this video all the time of them literally having side chats to themselves away from everybody else. So I think they'll play great Great together. I think they're both scores. And then one knows that, I guess, really the same thing with Kobe. Like, even if they're in a jam, there's never been in their career even LeBron James, my, like my bad, who is a better scorer than they are, or who is as good. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant's in a jam. He had Steph Curry. He had Klay Thompson. LeBron or Kyrie's never had that. Like LeBron James is great. But he's not. He's not a scorer. Like he's just a, the best all around everything. And so, like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving can score twenty eight points, thirty points a game anytime they want. If they feel like it. And so, one's in a jam, he has somebody else to pass, you know, that's going to go score that bucket no matter what. And so, it's going to be great to watch them, the depth. So, I think in two years, when they mean the playoffs, with Lakers, I mean the finals, that's going to be one of the most, most watched finals games, like series of all time. Number one, number two, what's a better way for Kevin Durant to actually have, does legosly get better? Like he won two championships already. He's got two finals and repeats. If he can go win an NBA championship over LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis at the same time, the one player that everybody says on of plays like you, Anthony Davis, now that he's been able to shoot a basketball, like yeah. LeBron James, the guy that you're compared to, and then Kawhi Leonard, the guy that you're also compared to. So it's crazy.
0: Absolutely nuts. I mean, uh, I mean, just a- absolutely nuts for all NBA fans. This this offseason's been crazy so far, and we, I mean, I, I know, I know, it's like, oh, Kawhi's going here, you know, for sure, and I, I don't doubt you, but let's say Kawhi goes to the Lakers, I mean, it's just gonna even be crazier. Um that's just going to be even crazier uh, just out of this world.
1: Um, I think, yeah, in the East, if he stays in the Raptors, the East is going to be interesting to watch.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But I mean, it's gonna
0: be a good time. Yeah. No kidding. Well, Hey, Chris, um, thanks so much for joining the podcast again, man. Um, always good to talk with you. Get some NBA news and notes out there. Um, and then lastly here, as we're wrapping up, um, the podcast is officially going to Summer League. So if you're hearing this, this is probably you have um, talked to me at Summer League, hopefully. I know I met some great guys last year, um, Matt and Scott, um, who's a Kings and Celtics fan at Summer League outside of uh, trying to hear the Bill Simmons podcast record live. But anyways, um, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. Thanks so much. Um, Chris, what do you got to shout out?
1: Uh, not that much. Uh, just everybody have a great week. Uh, follow me at kenyon for life K-E-N-Y-A-N, number four, L-Y-F-E, Instagram or Twitter. Uh, but thanks for listening. Y'all have a good day.
0: All right, awesome. Yeah, follow at the CGA Tour on Instagram or Twitter. And um, if you met me in Summer League, then say hi. All right, thanks so much, Chris, and I'll catch you soon. Yeah.
1: See you.